Hi guys, welcome to the Divine Creators Podcast with Cody Singh. Hello everybody, welcome, welcome. So lovely to connect again in this format. I just love feeling your energies. I do feel you. I do when I record these. I also feel you when I am looking through the Divine Creators with Cody Singh Facebook group. I just love seeing you guys post your photos. I love seeing you guys connecting. I love seeing you guess other people's aura colors. Even if you're right or wrong, it doesn't matter. I just love the connection. Um, But I mostly love the expansion and I love the curiosity. I love seeing you guys because for me, curiosity is a key component. As long as I'm chasing that curiosity, that desire to learn a little bit more, I'm always expanding and that is key. If you are because expansion is inevitable there's we're never going to be we can never stop time you cannot stop our state of momentum in the universe we are constantly in a state of motion you cannot stall that you can divert your attention from the sort of edge of your soul's experience but you'll always notice a discord you'll always notice a little bit of resistance and that resistance is always accompanied by a struggle or pain in some capacity. So for me, whenever I'm, you know, curious or chasing something that makes me feel joy, joy and curiosity are real key components to committing to things. For me specifically, and I just know that, you know, for so many of you this could resonate as well. Because especially talking about auras, let's just leverage talking about auras in this respect violet people you know violet people are people who are driven i do carry violet in my energy and just speaking for myself and i just know so many other violet people as well we're really driven by inspiration so when we're creating anything and when we are motivated towards anything the the determining factor based you know whether we're going to complete that project or not is based on if we are still experiencing joy while we're doing it if we're still inspired by it and if it's still you know we have to keep it shifting we have to keep it evolving you know it's it's that sort of thing so you know anytime i'm seeing curiosity and that bubbling in in creative spaces or healing spaces that's always a, a really good sign you know there's healing at the precipice you know there is growth on the horizon and you know there is just things blossoming and you can taste that okay and that is such a lovely feeling so remember yes we're talking about auras but we're talking about life here you know and just things that cause us to awaken to new parts of ourselves or the world or whatever we are called to awaken to more within our lives you know that is what is going to be the meaningful thing to take out of this or with anything in life you know life will chase us down or or pull us down you know various different avenues you know and if we get caught up in like, is this the right path or is this the right path? You know, it really doesn't matter because there's a takeaway from every choice and every decision and every path that you encounter, regardless of, you know, which one you go down. There's always something to learn from it. And when I just find for myself, 
whenever joy and curiosity are a component in when and you know what I am committing to in that moment I'm usually going to stick to it until it gets old until I'm I've expanded or I've sort of milked that for what it's worth and I'm ready for the expansion and I'm ready for the pivot or the shift because those are parts of us becoming who are who we are you know it's it's only logical to think that we grow as human beings as time goes on and you can't continue growth if you're doing the same thing all the time you can't you know so it's it's always interesting especially looking at the violets and and you know purple people and just seeing that energy and how that inspiration is always a driving force in their creations in their lives and how all of these things when they're in alignment find a way to kind of work together in their lives they align their joy with their inspiration with their work like all of it has to have some sort of cohesion it's not so so segmented or organized in different compartments like some of the green people for example will do or some of the tans so we're going to get into the tans today so perfect little segue we'll talk about the tans so um you know i was going to start you know let's start with the mental tans just because we are talking a little bit about the mental or colors in general just now so first of all the mental life colors consist of the mental tan as well as the physical tan nurturing tan the loving tan as well as green okay so you know what let's start with the nurturing tans because we just had a nurturing tan post their photo on the divine creators group Priya posted her photo and it was just such a great uh, um, segue just to talk about these colors which are so amazing I love the tan spectrum there's so much to learn from the tan people you know, I have to be honest, I don't have that many tan friends. That is just because of how my energy vibrates. My colors are indigo, currently are indigo with a little bit of violet around that. It comes in more at times and sometimes the crystal comes in more at times depending on what I'm doing. Like right now, it's a lot of the crystal and indigo currently just because of the nature of what I'm doing what I'm talking about, talking about energy and also tapping into energy as I'm speaking to you to, to talk in this way. So, for example, when I'm speaking, where anyone is speaking in any sort of format, when they are aligned with their joy or their passion or their inspiration or their purpose in any form, you have to understand that that is channeling. You have to understand that you are a spiritual vehicle. You are a spiritual transmitter of energy so when you find alignment in your life through your joys or your passions the indicator that that is in alignment for you is because it feels good in your body and that feeling good is indicative that that energy is flowing through your body it's flowing through you freely that freely that free flowing energy is it feels great it feels good and 
that is how you know that you are in spiritual alignment in that moment and in those moments where that energy is flowing mostly what you notice is you'll be supplied you'll be supplied by what you need to do based on what you're focused on in that moment so right here i'm doing a podcast so as i'm focused on this energy that is supplying me i'm receiving the words that I'm being given to speak to you guys on this subject. Okay, It'll, it allows the flow of the energy to supply whatever your intention is in that given moment. So if I'm an athlete and you know I'm a pitcher in the major leagues, you know, he is channeling source energy when it's the bottom of the ninth inning, you know, two outs and you know, it's a, a very high stakes situation, yet he pitches like a perfect sh strike, you know, and strikes him out. How like how can what are the odds right to hit that small little box that you have to throw the the ball into to make a strike and you know you know that is that pitcher connecting and converging with source energy in convergent in alignment and there's so much power to that because miraculous things happen to that not just perfect pitches you can enter that space and create phenomenal incredible miraculous things. When you enter that space, you have a sense of clarity. It's not just about like, okay, I'm here now, what? You receive the insight, you receive the insight, you receive the impulse, you receive the thoughts that you need, right? The inspiration that you need or whatever to, or, or what the next step is or what the next direction is. You receive that and you know, you there's no thought, there's no thinking about it because you're in the flow of that energy that is propelling you, that is moving you. There's so many of you when I talk about meditation, you're like, I'm sitting down and I'm just so antsy, I just wanna get up. Well, that's because the meditation is literally caused, it's, it's, it, what you've done is silence your mind enough to detect the movement of your body that's literally causing you to get up and go, get up and go. When we talk about meditation, meditation is not just about silencing your mind so you can just go to sleep forever. You know, we're not trying, this is, this is not just about going to sleep or, or doing nothing, okay? Meditation, when we're doing it, and when you do it long enough, you will receive impulses. And sometimes people don't recognize thoughts as, as these impulses because they associate thoughts with your mind. But your thoughts are all around you, They're all around your field as well, and it is. It is depicted in the field. It is depicted. You can see thoughts within the auric field represented as movement within the field. This is why when you see somebody who's very calm, you can see within their aura. You guys are great at guessing auras now on the Divine Creators group. So you can see in the aura when somebody's energy is very calm. You can see that energy. You can see that essence. You know, you can detect that sort of movement. But thoughts are there they're guiding you right so it's just mostly what happens is people are looking for the thoughts like literally within their head when you know what's what's happening is you know you're receiving impulses physically in your body to get up and go and do and do you know and if you know what meditation does it is, is it practices you in that state of being where you were receiving that thought so that you will continue receiving the thoughts that will continue to guide you throughout your day but once you fall off of that guidance of that space that's when people get confused and they're like well i, w I just was guided to the grocery store and now i'm like why am i here you know 
um, and that's because you've kind of fallen out of it. That's it. That's when you just have to tune back into yourself again, just like that meditation did. It guided you into that space, and then you're going to receive another impulse. And the idea is to start clocking the impulses, okay? That's, that's the mark of self-awareness occurring, is noticing, okay, I just sat down to do this meditation, I don't even want to, okay, that's the first impulse, okay? So the first thing that your guides, or your source, or whatever you want to call it, is guiding you in that moment is to move movement you need to get up or do something you know you're not being guided to stay at home you're being guided to do something right now or do something in the home or be outside or something like that and that's not because your purpose is to be outside or be like a farmer it's like i have to be outside i have my purpose to be outside the what's happening is source is guiding you to go outside because outside is where the next thought you're supposed to receive is there's something in that atmosphere or that environment or that space and how that space makes you feel that will invite in the next thought, the next inspired thought that maybe is the key to you healing whatever trauma that you've been working on in therapy for so long. Maybe it's an epiphany. How many times have you been working on an issue for so long and processing an issue for so long and then you hear one person say a phrase and you're like, what? And it completely disarms you. And you're like, what the heck? You know, I just, that just completely disarmed me. You know, and it, I just feel co like free just from that one statement. And it's because you were a match to that statement. You were a match to receiving that high vibrational message in that moment because you followed your guidance, your inner guidance to that space, okay? Where you were a match to receiving that insight to guide you to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and so on and so on and so forth. So that is how we have to understand channeling. Channeling is an energy that guides you, okay? And we are energy first, so their energy is just guiding your body, guiding the vehicle that is your body, right? Okay, just want to, I just felt inspired to share another piece of that because that is a real key component of understanding here as well. So I want to start with the nurturing tan. So first of all, before we get into that specifically, there are four types of tans. There's the nurturing tans, the loving tans, the mental tans, as well as the physical tans. So the first one is the nurturing tans. So all of the tans I call, they're kind of like half, half one color and half tan, okay? They're all like, for example, um, the nurturing tan is half blue and half tan so the inner layer is this sort of tan yellow color and then the outer layer is this light blue color so for me actually um, when I see nurturing tan people and this is like a key thing for for you guys as well this is what they will feel like because a lot of you are very feeling based you're empathic right so you feel into people's energies more so what it feels like and often you'll feel it first and then the color will start emerging and you'll start noticing it to me they actually very much look very light blue they kind are like sky blue almost because it kind of mixes with this light tan yellowish kind of color so they feel very grounded they, they feel like grounded but they feel like sensitive too they um emotionally aware emotionally sensitive 
you know, but they have this sort of grounded nature to them, like all the tans do, right? Like all the tans, they are, all the tans are very practical and logical in nature, okay? But what is distinct about the nurturing tans from the rest, and it's, it's seen in the name as well, is they're very nurturing. They're more sensitive, um, emotionally grounded and connected, okay? So spirituality for them is is a combination of, you know, of course the spiritual, more etherical, esoteric aspects that is spiritual. However, it is grounded. So if you combine those two things, what do you think spirituality would look like for that person? Well, nurturing tans, I notice typically of course they can be anything right but i'm just saying normally what i see nurturing tans they won't be drawn to like real super new agey spirituality and of course there are like for example we have a we have a couple nurturing tans on the group as well so of course they, they we're just saying generally speaking here right um they usually it's like sort of kindness is spirituality to them service is spirituality to them being kind and loving have a, a good heart being a good samaritan that is what spirituality is to them how do you show up to your community how do you show up to other people in the world you know that is what spirituality kind of feels like to the the nurturing tans okay they are they're not very outspoken they're usually quieter kind of um yeah just not very they're kind of wallflowers in this way you know and they're very nice you know nobody doesn't like them they're just very sweet and unassuming in that way you know they are supportive they are sensitive uh quiet they're stable as well so they're in households as well you know, when they have families, they, they are very secure, you know, and they have that sense of like being able to keep the family together and, you know, the bills in check. This is really characteristic of pretty much all of the tans, you know, they will, stability is key for, for all of them, you know. But uh, the nurturing tans, yes, emotional, emotional, just like that's why, you know, I talk so much about you know, this, the classes of the colors, the blues, right? So they're half blue, right? So they're half an emotional color and half a mental color. So that means half of them have like blue traits. So if you understand like the light blue um, energy traits or this emotional spiritual tra uh, traits of those colors, for example, the blues are just more nurturing in general, caring, supportive, that, you know, they're caretakers, you know, light blues are often like nurses, things like that. Um, so they're half of that color and half of tan as well, okay? So that's like generally what they are, you know, service-oriented individuals. Um, they can they can be a little bit withdrawn at times, but they don't seek the spotlight, you know? They're not looking for that uh, by by any means. Um, you know, in relationships, I find that they, they're they loyal partners and monogamous and committed. You know, this, this it's not anything radical, you know, when it comes to the nurturing tans in this respect. Another name for the nurturing tans, by the way, is sensitive tans. Some people I've noticed been calling them the sensitive tans as well. So that's just, uh, just so you guys know as well. You can 
find, you know, information. If you see things people say about sensitive tans, it's the same thing for nurturing tans. Just different semantics like we talked about. You know, you will find them as secretaries. You can find them as accountants. You can find them as counselors or writers. Really sort of non, um, f positions where they're not pressing people in harsh ways or where they're not in a lot of emotional stress. Maybe even consistency is key for them. Like a dentist, for example. Um, things that they can count on sort of like the same thing, the routine, um, yeah, simple, like small towns, you know, you will find a lot of, a lot of the nurturing tans there as well. Not a lot in, um, not a lot of famous nurturing tans, at least not in the forefronts of their auras, you know, if they are, they're hiding in their fields. I, I certainly don't notice a lot of them. That goes for most of the tans as well. Um, but yes, they're all over and we love the nurturing tans. We love all of the tans. And next we're going to get into the loving tans. So loving tans are really, really unique, really interesting. Um, to me, they're very distinct amongst the tans, although they're, they're all are, of course, they all have that commonality within that spectrum of those colors, of course, like we said, the colors within any spectrum, what that indicates is that they vibrate at similar speeds. So the tan spectrum, all those colors vibrate at similar speeds, which means they all kind of have similar essences and feels to their energies in, in some capacity, but still very unique as well. Unique enough to have, you know, you know, an, enough traits to distinguish how they operate uniquely in their, their own sort of category. So, you know, I love the loving tans. I, you know, have had connections with loving tans in the past. And what I notice about these people is they have this very childlike spirit to them. They are very talkative. They love to chit chat. They are not overthinkers and they just love to, you know, mingle and connect with other individuals. They love to, um, they really thrive on that energy, that sort of scattered energy. They are very abstract thinkers, okay? So they sort of think outside of the box, but they will find a way to make it work. Like all the tans do, they're very sort of efficient and, you know, sort of work-oriented in that sense. And they're very helpful always, you know, and they always want to help in, in some capacity. Um, not necessarily all like the Good Samaritans that are the nurturing tans, but meaning they are all sort of hard workers, okay? But what distinguishes them is how they work. So the Loving Tans, like I said, they're, they're abstract thinkers and they are just more open-minded in their approaches, okay? They're flexible, far more flexible than any of the other tans that you will see on there for sure. And 
they just have this sort of childlike aspect of them that they really hold on to, I notice, and it's vital and it's actually important for how they function because they need to maintain this balance of connecting with all of these other people, these people and, and the way that their mind sort of extends um, while also, you know, being productive you know, and always, you know, trying to find or learn different approaches or new solutions to to projects or problems in businesses or in their lives or other people's lives, you know, whatever they're committed to at the time, they will find an out-of-the-box solution for it, you know. Um, yeah, they just have a really unique point of view. And their process, especially when they are, you know, making decisions or especially involving other people in making decisions or even working together in any sort of fashion like that, that can be a little bit of a challenge for people working with Loving Tans because of their scattered and abstract sort of way of organizing information and, and completing projects is so unique to them. It's very difficult for other people to kind of uh, tap into that and, and feel secure or feel like they are reliable, you know, but they will come through, they will, but it's hard for people to understand their process. And that's what the loving tans, like that's one of the problems that they can they can run into, you know? And especially in terms of job and, and, and making money, they can, right? But of course, because they're these abstract thinkers in terms of jobs and things, they can jump around to different jobs and uh, struggle a little bit with obligation um, and deadlines and things like that. You know, they'll, they'll have trouble, you know, budgeting or creating you know, financial planning for themselves or for other people. So you won't really see them as like an accountant or things like that, for example. Um, their, their primary goal is, you know, to have fun and be liked by other people and be, you know, enjoyable and free-spirited, you know, but also, you know, have this sense of stability and security and a safe foundation and um, roots, you know, um, you know, in something, but the, you know, they could, it, it's difficult, it's difficult for them because they do, they do want to have like a sense of being grounded in the world. However, they are so scattered, it, they can find it difficult to feel grounded in this world or you know even to find love sometimes is difficult for them as well you know so they can struggle with content you know because by nature they're so kind of scattered and always jumping on to the next thing and so abstract in their thinking and the way of living however as human beings you know, we want connection, we want love, and that sometimes is, is difficult, 
uh, it's a, a more difficult formula or harder to see how, for example, love, like how they can maintain, you know, relationships or, you know, open up emotionally or be emotionally available to their partners. That can be difficult for them just by how they operate in the world and how they function. It is just doesn't sometimes seem logical for traditional relationships, you know, in, in the traditional monogamous sense, you know, if they can find a, alignment with alternative types of living or jobs or even relationships, open relationships or something that they can find alignment with in their unique thought process, that can be really liberating for them and that can be extremely empowering for them to find alignment in their lives through their abstract way of viewing th these things. And for that reason, they are people who are expanding our world based on the ways that they think out of the box. You know, they challenge um, our system a little bit because we are a society that is extremely linear. We don't really celebrate or teach in any other form, you know, officialized in, in anything that is linear, that is not linear, you know. So that is, of course, does not go well with the loving tan people. So they can have problems with that. You know, the children are, you know, usually just very outgoing and very, um, yeah, just cheerful and um, a lot of enthusiasm and just easy to connect with other kids, you know, that sort of thing. Um, they can have trouble connecting with other children only in the case probably where they feel different or like less than or not enough because of them thinking so out of the box or being a little bit different but they're very outgoing in their nature so as long as they find alignment with that and as long as they have a positive association to understanding that there is a gift and you know them being outgoing individuals that you know people love being around them and talking to them and you know and the energy that they bring to spaces is fun you know they are enjoyable they're funny they're curious there are so many uh, they're enjoyable things you know and you know they're grounded too so they can be very productive and practical as well when they need to be in the sense of like conversationalism and connecting and even um, debating things like that they can really focus and bunker down if they need to but it's just not in their nature and they're just maybe better at focusing in that sense than for example a lot of the emotional spiritual colors so a lot of the um thinking uh, trying to think of you know loving tans and the types of jobs that they'd be interested in you would think maybe something artistic but organized in that sort of way as well like um somebody who like designs or like design yeah like a designer for example or um 
a fa like any sort of person who is building or organizing spaces or developing like a city developer or um, an interior decorator or a graphic designer a computer programmer all these sorts of things these are really um, you know things that require someone thinking outside of the box a little bit sort of piecing things together in sort of an abstract nature coming to understand it um, yeah think of like somebody who's like doing like fixing up a house you know and, and the house is like demolished on the inside they would be really good at sort of gauging a space and being like okay I know how I can assemble this into something that would feel good to the people living in this space, okay? So next is one of my favorite aura colors as well because they're so unique, you know? And again, I don't have a lot of physical tan friends, however, I just admire colors that I don't interact with on uh, very often because I know there are aligned people within those colors even if I haven't interacted with them personally which I have for the physical tans but you know for example like I don't hang out with a lot of red people but I admire them so much especially when they're really in balance and in alignment it is there's so much to learn from colors that are so different from your natural essence aka it is there's so much to learn from people who have different essences and vibes and energies than your own you know it's there's so much to take away from people who operate in different ways so much to learn from that you know to learn about yourself and learn about people in general so when I think of the physical tan people, what you want to think of is the scientists, you want to think of like researchers, kind of those people in labs, you know, like think of the guy with the lab coat and some glasses. That is the physical tan people. They, of course, well, the color of the physical tan first is, oh, and I didn't mention what the color of the loving tans were. Sorry, guys. So before we get into that, the colors of the loving tans, uh, of the loving tan color uh, spectrum is, it is a, uh, a tan color encompassed by a rich crimson red. So they really kind of come across almost like a rich kind of brownish red, if you can, if you can picture that a lot of times but like any colors there's always you know everyone it looks a little bit different it's a little bit you know deviates from the color or the spectrum is just a little bit different the um, texture of it is a little bit different so that can kind of give off a different effects I find more so in the tans than the other colors they just often just look a lot different based on their energetic composition to me um, so that's what the loving tans look like. Sorry guys, I forgot to mention that <laughs> that key part of the loving tans. But the physical tans, like we said, are the scientists, right? The lab coats. Think of the guys with the glasses and the lab coats and, you know, you know, with test tubes and things like that. Okay. What they look like is a tan color, right? A tannish yellow or almost some of them are almost brownish. 
um, in combination with a forest green color. So you combine that, they, the forest green sort of encompasses that tan color, and they can come across this, as this like earthy kind of green, forest green color. Again, depends on that individual and their spectrum of the color, right? And their energy, how it is expressed through their energy uniquely, okay? So that's what they look like. Now, the physical tans are very, very unique. And it is very interesting just the way they navigate the world, okay? You know, so like all the tans, they're very, of course, logical and very research-oriented particularly, okay? They're logical and practical like all the tans, but they're very into researching and measuring. They're spatial-oriented, so they go into a space and they sort of like attune into a space, and they can kind of like do this weird thing where they can kind of gauge spatial environments by like touching them. So they touch like a physical space and they're like picking up on things and learning about the environment and like you know it's almost like a clarescence clarescence is is a form of you know clair you know there's all the clairs clairvoyance is clear seeing clear sentience clear feeling clarescence is clear smelling so um or clear it, it's uh you know it's not necessarily that they're smelling things but it's a it it sort of is like that in a sense in that it's like a combination of clarescence and maybe clairsentience think of the mantids the mantid beings the mantid extraterrestrials or even just insectoids in general when they're sort of gauging spaces they have almost like antennas to them it almost feels like physical tan people have antennas if you can imagine it where these antennas have like feelers or like or they can just tune into spaces and like have this extra sense to them you know but on top of that, they have the intellect to articulate that information, to measure it, to research it, and you know, to condense it into um, research that we will find in textbooks, um, you know, for you know, forever. They are incredible at you know analyzing spatial situations, gauging distances from you know one end of one space to the other, you know mathematics you know calculating things calculating even details or steps uh to solutions or equations um they will be great at this i mentioned like scientists or um people in the military for example as well you know they are extremely intelligent people okay physical tan people are very 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 smart their brains are like computers and for this reason, they can have trouble connecting in social settings and situations. They can be like a little bit like, you know, just like um, a little geeky. Like, let's be honest, like they're a little bit geeky, but it's endearing and it's sweet. And they, they just are able, they're just smart and they're just, that's just how they think, you know. Um, but it is endearing, but they really take it, you know, personal, or they really internalize it a lot. Um, they can, and, and think that, you know, the reason people aren't connecting with them is because maybe they think they're weird, and it's just because they're different, and they have a different operating system than the other people, you know? 
I mean, but they love, they love, like, physics, too, like, planes, airplanes, and, like, the, you know, the physics of these vehicles and submarines and boats, um, and, and, but, um, in, in, in relation to its environment, in relation to its spaces, they just, like, they, they go into the ocean, and they're fascinated by just, like, the scope of it, you know, and they want to map it all out, you know, and they want to, you know, get to know it on a very intimate level, but on a very somehow macro level at the same time. It's a very unique combination. Like they're, yeah, it's so unique. You know, and as you would imagine, these individuals are very independent. They're very self-reliant, self-sufficient. They are not counting on anybody else. They're like, okay, I have all the tools in my tool belt to live a self-sufficient life. I have the brain. I, you know, have the education. I have all of these, you know, things going for me. Sometimes they can have a hard time in love and relationships as a result of this. It's hard for them to connect emotionally with other people and prioritize that even because they can be, you know, if, you know, they can be very successful and very busy, you know, in their lives and their type of work, you know, they can be archaeologists, you know, they can be literally away, you know, in another country excavating, you know, for very long periods of time and love that they live in those environments, they love those spaces, you know. So next we have the mental tans. So the first thing that I think of when I think of mental tans, I think of stable, I think of reliable, I think of secure, right? And of course logic, logical, like all of the tans, they're all logical, okay? Particularly the mental tans in the sense that you know, all, none of the tans really will have like an extreme affinity for spirituality, but particularly, you know, the mental tans are going to be like, okay, what is the evidence here? I, you know, I, this is not, I don't see scientific evidence to support your theory, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Um, they're sequential, right? They are thinking logic. They, you know, when they're thinking about putting together their life, they're thinking, okay, education, then secondary education, uh, you know, going to university, getting a good job, starting a family, having children, um, you know, and then, you know, in terms of jobs, they're like, okay, do you have a 401k? You know, what is your insurance plan? Things like that. They have all of these things in place and they follow the rule book, right? So if there's a parenting rule book, if there's a life rule book, they're following all of these things and they're making sure that all of that is in order. Okay, order is really, really key for them, okay? Because of their practicality and the way that they operate just so practically in the sense they're very good at problem solving, okay, problem solving for, you know, um, tasks and things at work or, you know, not so much emotional issues necessarily, um, but they will look at a situation and they will be able to analyze and detect, okay, what in this situation needs to be moved around? What needs to be logically shifted? What is the actual problem here, you know, and how can we work towards the solution, okay? They are certainly m more conscious of 
what you're thinking as opposed to what you're feeling and they're going to prioritize what you're thinking more than what you are feeling okay that is more rational and there's more to work on there so there would be great you know lawyers as well um, anybody who's operating just really mental level you know what I mean um, and what's in the books what's the rules that sort of thing um, accountants as well mental tans can be very calming actually they can have this sort of calming effect on people especially you know in situations where there is a solution that needs to be found and maybe people are being a little bit frantic on this situation they're able to again kind of bunker down and decide okay what is this problem and how can we work to a solution here and that energy is it, it does have a sort of stabilizing effect on people it sort of neutralizes people's energy it helps them kind of you know calm down a little bit and focus you know their process they don't move very fast they can be very efficient but they don't move quickly so the rate at which they complete their things again because they take so much time and being orderly and in you know making sure all the components are in place right uh, very detail-oriented in that sense as well um, they can they don't like to be rushed and they don't operate well being rushed and they can't think that way very well as well they just take their time with it but they will get there you know um, and you should trust them too because they will be thorough they will be um, you know people who would move really really quickly like red people for example because they have similar traits to a lot of the reds as well. However, the reds will want to do it quickly, whereas, you know, the mental tans are more certainly concerned about being thorough. So, you know, when they're kids, mental tan kids, they will be more withdrawn, more in the background. Again, they'll take their time on their assignments in school, you know, um, you know, but they will certainly, you know, do all of their homework. They will get home and that will be the first thing that they do. They may even spend their study hall or their recess, you know, doing their homework as well, you know. And, you know, for people in terms of relationships, if you're looking for a traditional family unit, that is secure, that is stable, the, you know, mental tans will absolutely do that for you. Somebody who has a secure job, you know, somebody, again, like an accountant or a teacher or somebody with like a schedule-oriented job and a salary, you know, um, you know, a, a paycheck, that sort of thing, that is something that is very attractive to mental tan people. So, you know, really quickly, you know, what, what I do find interesting um, with the tans is, is really how they are sort of hybrid colors. None of the other colors really have this effect where there are like two colors in one solid frequency like that. You know, you can, you can have multiple colors in your aura, but there are different energies. You know, the tans are like a, a blend, yet they're still separated, like, you know, the physical tan is this like tan in the middle 
and this green outside right this forest green earthy kind of green so they're like separate but it's one soul frequency you know so they have this sort of uh, ability to kind of navigate both gifts the gifts of you know those you know earthy more physical traits as well as the mental traits you know and then for the nurturing tans they have the gift of some of that mental awareness as well as the emotional awareness of the light blue band that's around that tan you know so that's a hybrid of those colors as well so it's just really fascinating you know and it kind of helps you understand too this is why i like to talk about auras in terms of again like vibrating at different speeds different frequencies because once you understand okay so the tans are half tan and then half another color once you understand what the blues are like if you know what the blues are like or you know what the greens are like a little bit then you then you know what both of those combined may feel like a little bit you know and it's not exact of course but in the sense of like green is a mental color and tan is like a physical color or that version for you know a physical tan it's more like a physical earthy brownish reddish color right you combine those essences and you kind of get you kind of get that you know in in some some aspects you know certainly not exact but those colors still vibrate at that color because they are a similar vibrating frequency a similar energy okay so if they're a similar energy that means that they feel more similar than dissimilar okay so that's just an interesting framework to kind of understand and engage the aura colors and energies a little bit more i hope this helps clear up some of the questions about the tans you guys have been asking so many questions about the tans and i've been so eager to talk about them i've just been trying to uh, you know find the right time to talk about them there's so much to talk about them and i always want to do them service i want to do all of these colors service but to be honest one podcast is not enough to go into these diverse energies so what we're doing is starting conversations about these colors where we're doing is opening the dialogue to understanding about these energies a little bit more um in this setting and yeah we'll use examples as well i'll see if i can post some videos or people with these colors in the groups as well i think that you guys would really enjoy that as well thank you guys again for tuning in i so enjoy this i so enjoy speaking to you all connecting with you all in this format again take care everybody and much love to you all bye guys